All right, we're in the closet. We're recording. We've got Michael Schultz. He's back. Michael's back. Is it Michael Schultz or Schultz? It's technically Schultz because Schultz. there's no T That's in the last That's why I try to name. tell him all the time. Schultz. Right, but it's Schultz. just more effort to say that, so I go along with everybody. Right, but the proper Schultz. way is Schultz. 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 I'm trying to tell you that. I'm like, where's the T that you're pronouncing? Is it silent? Is this the silent T now? I don't know. It's, Look, invi- just, it's invisible T. <laughs> I'm just happy when I get letters addressed to Mr. Because I have gotten enough addressed to Ms. Oh, really? Ms. Because of my first name. Mike Michelle. Oh, the way it's spelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you spell your name different than most Michaels do. Correct. That's too funny. So they mistake it for like Dear Michelle's. Michelle's. Because it's Michelle. Or. Michelle. Somebody who really doesn't know me will say, hi, Mike. (laughs) And you don't like that. And I just grit my teeth and I say, hi, whatever they don't like. Hi, Johnny. As you should. Hey, Johnny. Hi, Frankie. As you should. As you should. But but that's, Mike is short for Michael. Yeah, but not everybody wants their name shortened. Like Like your brother, Jonathan. My brother's the same way, Jonathan. People call him John. He's like, it's not John. I'm not a John. Why do you assume to shorten the name? Well, I'm Jeffrey, but... Call me Jeff. Well, and I'm Angela, but call me Angie. Like, if you called me Angela, I would think you were mad at me or... Um, See, Mike, it, Michael's different for me because my dad's a Michael and everybody called him Mike. So it's weird. You know what I mean? It automatically is like Mike. Everybody has different preferences, but you shouldn't assume anything from anyone. Am I, I right? You shouldn't assume, but I do assume. I, I'm good at assuming. No. Yeah. And... I, honestly, I think the reason I don't ever call you Mike, I never have, I don't think, is because of how it's spelled. Because I find it intriguing. Right. I find it intriguing the way it's spelled. I love I like the different it. spelling. Like, That's creative. Which always cracks me up when people ask, well, how do you get Mike out of how you spell your name? <laughs> What's, of course, the answer? You don't. That's and that's the point. That's the point. That's yes. the point. <laughs> it's funny. We had a friend uh, in college. His name is Michael, spelled the traditional way. And I went forever calling him Mike, didn't I? Forever. And then one day Jeff told me, he goes, you do know that he doesn't like to be called Mike. That's right. And I was like, what? I felt so terrible. Like, just tell me the very first time. Say, if I say Mike, say, it's Michael. Then I'll know. I can't read your mind, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We got off tangent. We're talking about We what? haven't even been talking about anything. We started we, we, with the we tangent. Talked, we did. We started the tangent. I'm like, can we just turn this on? So folks, buckle in. Yeah. Grab yourself a Heine. We're off. <laughs> a Heine is a Heineken? Are you are you shortening Heineken? Whatever you can grab. Oh, gee. Or, a, me with a double entendre. <laughs> yeah. Stunner. Crazy. Or a Heine. Right, right. A Heine. Whatever Heine you can get your hands on. We, no, let's, let's, let's talk about... We had a... We can go any which way this goes. We can run down rabbit holes. But we had the conversation once, and I think, I don't know that if you corrected me or if you were educating me on, what are they again? What do you what mean? What are talk about? I don't know what you're talking about. What are we talking about? I don't, know who I don't even know what I you're I hear the door about. knock, and I lose my train of thought. Can you, this is like. That's scary. podcast charades. Nobody's it at is the door. podcast charades. Nobody's at the door. I'm trying to keep them in suspense on what we're talking about. Well, um, sounds like. Can you give us a subject? What are we oh, talking this is about? fun. This is fun. We're when talking about extroverts and introverts. Oh, is where I'm oh. Going. sorry. And you had told me something that I was like, wait, what? Because you explained to me some traits about extroverts. And I'm like, no, they're just my my 
just accepting it for what I thought it was. I never really looked into it. I just thought Shopping. people that are like great, like really outgoing and really social, that's an extrovert. It Someone is, who sits in a corner more. and never talks to anybody is an introvert. And really, I don't think either of them exist. Oh, but, here we go. <laughs> but then you had educated me, right, on some other traits. Well, it wasn't. A, it wasn't it's so more much of an exhaustion education thing. as there's a board on which I serve, and we all took the Briggs Meyer personality test. And if you go mm-hmm. online, I mean, there are proponents of it, there are criticisms of it, there are limitations to it. But the Briggs Meyer test. I had it taken, and on this particular uh, board, there were about 20, 25 of us who took the test, and it was interesting because three of us tested as an introvert. So and, you tested it as an And as an I introvert. tested as an introvert, and I, and with Briggs-Meyer, you get four letters, and the first one, it's either I or E, extrovert or introvert. And of course, I thought, I'm not an introvert. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, treasure... what did you think before you took it? Did you think, I'm, I'm an extrovert? Pref- you know, I know that I like my alone time. I call it Michael time. I enjoy my alone time. But I enjoy being around people. And I certainly think that in social situations, I can function at a decently high level. Mm-hmm. I call it cocktail chatter. Yeah. You can, I can do that. Sure. So I was a little bit stunned, and it, I looked at the two other board members, one of who actually was chairman of the, chairperson of the board, and another one was a friend of mine. I'm like, what? No way. But then for Briggs-Myers' test, an introvert is defined as somebody who recharges, energizes by his or herself, whereas an ex, extrovert gets that recharging, gets energized, interacting with others. And when I heard that, I mean, it it clicked immediately. Oh. Because it explained why when I do go into, I mean, I've been to parties here at your house. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. And I enjoy it. And when I leave, I'm tired. Mm. If I go to an event for work, a social event, a cocktail hour or some gathering whatever I I can do it I mean you've seen me function socially sure right. I, I mean I'm outgoing I shake right. hands I can do the cocktail trip. but I leave and I'm tired interesting where I have to wind down me too when I leave a party I'm kind of like still like hyped up we're like chattering back and forth in the car like There's so what does that energy. mean but, it, Is that... but that no because that just means I'm wound up Okay. You're well, I go, too. You're sure. Just, you just I do crash. murder mysteries. You know, I do murder oh, mysteries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still want to go see one of those, by the way. Which is, well, I'll, I'll hook you up. Nice. But there's a lot of interaction there. I mean, right. I'm talking to people all night long for an intense two hours. And for 30 minutes after the murder mystery, I'm amped. It's mm-hmm. like it's like when you play basketball. Yeah. You're, you're amped. Your adrenaline's going. You're, but, man, after that... You come down. I come down and... I don't. I want to go to my room. I want to get in my car, drive home. Yeah. I want to be by myself because that's when I recharge. It's all energy draining. For an extrovert, those are energy giving things, and it's when you're alone is when your energy ebbs and your power drains. 
Hmm. I've never heard of it explained that way before. Because I've always thought of myself as an extrovert, too. But when you say it like that... How do you recharge your batteries? Gosh, I What do you do to recharge your batteries? What I'm doing right now. Chilling with a glass of wine at night during my quiet time. And you're dealing with two other people. Right. But I can, I can chill. I can come down, you know, and, and, and recharge with two of you sitting here or just by myself. It's it's what I'm doing. I think it's not if I'm right. by myself or if I'm with a group of people. If the, if if there was ten people in this room right now, and we were all sitting in front of the TV or with the music on, and we're all having a beverage and we're just kind of chilling. I love that. But I could also do that by myself and be fine. I don't need people there with me. So I don't know what I am. Like Mars Briggs. I always thought I was college. textbook extrovert from what you traditionally think of, and I would think the same of you, Michael, and I would think the same of you, Jeff. Jeff. That's what do you want me to call you? Jeff. Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? But I've never heard it explained how Michael just explained it, and it makes sense. I know that's what I I couldn't really remember. I remember him telling me that similar, similar thing, and I thought, huh, that does make sense, though. doesn't mean that an introvert can't. Right. Be that have the same energy, the same personality traits, the same, you know. Right. So, so what is? They're not just the only people. They're not just the people standing in the corner that hate to be there and have social anxiety. Maybe that's what that is. Is an intro. So that's what I thought it was too. Not necessarily social anxiety because that's high. It's way different than what I understood an introvert to be. Social anxiety is like you literally have anxiety. You cannot go in there. It's not that you just don't want to be there. Like some people just don't want to be there. They don't have anxiety about it. They just would rather be home doing true, things on their own. True, this is true, Versus I'm sitting in the car because I'm getting ready to go into a party. And I can't, you know, because I don't want to walk in there. I don't want to walk across the room. Like right. Brooke has a little bit of that. I don't think that's, I don't call that being an introvert. No, I, I don't either. I call that having an anxiety, which sure. is a, which is a psycho, psychiatric condition. Yes. It's a condition. I agree. Right. Because look at Brooke, for instance. Which Michael, you know Brooke enough to know she's outgoing. When when she, when she's every, when you're over here and she's here, she's boisterous. She's funny. She's energetic. But to drop when she's her comfortable. off, to drop yeah. her off somewhere, and if she had to walk across like a parking lot or walk across a room where she thought people were looking at her, she would she would just clam up. But yet she's very outgoing. So it's very confusing. It's very, like, I would I would classify her, like, traditionally as an extrovert. But at the same time, I, I think she is. But maybe she has a little bit of anxiety as far as, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know if it's social anxiety. But there's just so many, like. And she's 17. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, not every 17-year-old has an anxiety about walking across a parking lot. Oh. Some of it is, anxiety can actually be a good thing. Well, yeah. Uh, and nervousness can be a good thing. I, your listeners don't know, I'm I'm an attorney by trade, and I know that I am ready for an argument before the Supreme Court or a trial when I I'm about to start a trial. I know I'm ready because I have to go through a period of time when literally my hands are shaking, my mouth goes dry. And I'm afraid my my voice is going to tremble. Uh-huh. And then anywhere between five and fifteen minutes beforehand, it's like, okay, locked and loaded. Here you we go. It. Game time. But if I don't get that nervousness, 
It makes you nervous? I actually <laughs> get nervous. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that that's part of my preparation. Yeah. That's like the last thing I have to pass through that chamber to get to where I need to be mentally, emotionally, with the focus and the energy is all online and flowing to where it needs to be. Yeah. And if I don't go through that chamber, I'm like, damn. Yeah. When am I going to get yeah. there? Yeah. So is that anxiety? Is that nervous? There, there, are, times, there are times I have actually started an argument and I feel my voice is quivering. And it takes me two, three sentences before I... I've, you even out. I, in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah. now I'm, I've hit the smooth surface and now this, I've, I've passed through the chamber. And that's a thing with performers, too. Sure. You hear them say that. I know I, know I listen to like podcasts with comedians and stuff, and they go on the road and they do hundreds of shows. And I know one guy says, I have never not been nervous, almost sick, before the sh- every single show. I think it's nerves. But then I get going and I get through my routine. It's like a basketball player, free throw shot. You do your routine. You, you do whatever yes. you do. And then once you, it's almost like muscle memory. But he said the nerves are like. Ugh. But you, you hit it right there and so did you. you. You get going. Anxiety, you don't get going. Correct. Right. You freak out. You shut down. And sometimes you literally don't get going. You turn and run from the situation. So I think <clears throat> nerves is what maybe that is. And then again, the best one of the best things that I've seen and I've read, I, I saw something recently on it, one of the best things you can do for if you feel anxiety coming on is get active, mm-hmm. meaning clean. But sometimes you can't. They say cleaning can't. and straightening. No, no, I know. Sometimes when you have you crippling anxiety, yes. But I'm saying if it's like me, I rarely have crippling anxiety. Like if you feel it coming on. I feel it coming on. I'm anxious. I need to get busy. I need to get going. I agree. Yeah. And and, and doing something. And they said it can be as simple as cleaning your garage. Yeah. It makes you feel there's some kind of. Cleaning the garage. Maybe you'll get anxious this weekend. I need to clean the garage. I do need to clean the garage. So I'm an INTJ in the Briggs Meyer. INTJ. What's this mean? INTJs are analytical problem solvers. Yes. Occupational hazard. E- eager to improve systems and processes with their innovative ideas. They have a talent for seeing possibilities for improvement, whether at work, home, or in themselves. I, I can 100% agree with that, knowing what I know about you. That's, I don't know. I mean, I know I know a lot about you. I don't know, you, you know, maybe your deepest, darkest secrets, but we know a lot about each other at this table, and I agree with that. I agree with it. Yeah. Do you agree with it for yourself? I or, do. Or am I, I just it's on the outside perceiving you that way? No, no, no. That that, that absolutely fits. Yeah. I want to take so the test. Can anybody can, just take you it? Yeah, you can take it. Do you have it to pay for it, though? Um, no, you don't have to. The, is there a BOGO? Is there a, a There's a basic... <laughs> There's a basic exam you can take online. Really? And you'll get your results back. Yeah. So Let's do it. It's fun. It's interesting. And again, there are some people who have critiques and see shortcomings in it. Yeah. uh, Actually, employers use it for some positions. I took it once for that. Yeah. And also, for instance, boards, we give it to people who go through. I have had to take that. I've had to take personality tests in the last... Sells the last four, probably four or five sales positions in it, and it, and I mean, the, it was always this is a great interview, but if you don't score well on this, then we can't give you a position. I don't, I don't like yeah. that though. I don't, I don't like that. 
I don't agree. I don't with that agree either. with that because I could feel a certain I type get of test way. Anxiety. I, that's I, one anxiety. Well, I have and had. it's it's not even that you're answering the questions the wrong way, but one day you might. And this is what the, my next question before you said that, and we said we didn't agree. I don't know how accurate they always would be because could Michael take that test? three months from now and score differently because maybe he's in a different stage of life or maybe he's in a, just a different mind frame at that time. Or do you have to like look at each question and think deep and you know what I mean? Right. I think that you could answer questions differently depending on what's going on in your life. I don't know. There are, I don't remember the question. Not to go too far down this rabbit hole, though this podcast is always about rabbit holes. <laughs> always. But there are certain tests that you do when you are testing for potential neuropsychological injury from an accident, head bump, whatever. Mm -hmm. And there are actually control mechanisms within the test that are supposed to smooth out exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay. And it's also designed to ferret out those who are faking it. Okay. There are yes, they questions that. embedded within these tests that we wouldn't know. That if you are being truthful on that day, those the answers to those questions that are spread throughout the test have to line up. Yeah. Because if they don't line up, you're probably not being truthful. Yeah, because you because if you're taking it for a job, you're gonna look at the question and be like, well, how would they want me to answer? And that's why I think it's not fair and it can't be that. I, I had to take it for SIA. You know, I had to take it, and it was very important that I did well on it. Which I did well on it, but she told me, Mary told me, she said that she said, just answer every question honestly. Don't worry about, don't think about it because they will know. She said we've had we've we've had people where they're like they're 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 not consistent. They're lying, and, and she's like, you'll think you're consistent. You're not being truthful, right? She said you'll think you're consistent with your other answers, and you're still the same. But they they know what they're doing. They're masters yeah. at this, and they'll know that you're making something up or you're trying to fit a mold that's not you mm -hmm. so i just that's i crazy. went in there i was like whatever i'm just gonna answer the way i look forward in a future podcast to hearing what you two are i i want to know i mean because like outright i would definitely say i was an extrovert i'm i'm but maybe it's not that maybe i'm just an outgoing person does an outgoing person mean extrovert do you know what i'm saying like no it's all about how you re-energize re see I, I did not know that until you just told me that but i've got to really sit down and think how i really do re-energize how do i really sometimes i think i do need quiet and me time i re-energize a lot of times by cleaning like cleaning will really make me feel good. A because of the actions, B because I put music in, and C because of the outcome. Like right. feeling accomplished. Here is what it is. I'm a control freak. That's basically what it comes down to. Because if I feel like no, it really is. I and, I, and we've talked about this before, before in our podcast. Not a control freak for him. Like I have to tell him everything he does. But for me, like I feel better when my house is clean, my house is put together, everybody's rooms clean. And do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I want to drive everything. And I want to, like, just do it. Like, that's why it's really hard for me to be here with Nate during the day and get him through school because he's e-learning. It's like I see him, I see him, like, struggling with things. And I just want to be like, just give it to me. Just let me do it. Just, I just, just, just get it done. Let's do it. Just, I'll submit it. Just give it to me. And so, you know what I mean? I, it's like I have this, Angie, you no. Know, it's his sixth grade. It's not yours. But let you do him. a good job of making him do it. I but try, but in my, you, it drives me crazy because I want to do it. You, that's a good that's a good trait, though, because you don't procrastinate. 
you get stuff done. I know, but it's not really. It is good, but it's not at the same time because I'm not helping some people around. Yeah, me. but you're gonna have one or the other. You know what I mean? You'd be like me and be like, dude, this isn't due till Friday. We'll do it Thursday night. I, like, I know. Why but, are we doing this right oh, now? Oh, see, not me. I'm like, it's <laughs> it's due Friday. Let's get it done now because. But that I think it would make me maybe not a good leader or a good boss because, for instance, if I was a manager somewhere, I would have a hard time delegating. I'd be like, could y'all just move and let me do it so we can get done? And that's not a good trait really necessarily it's, to have. Right, right. I see what you're saying. I don't think that I'm the only person who can do it. It's just I just want to be the one to do it. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. So I'm, I don't know if it's I, a I'm control that way freak, too with but... them and you even get mad at me because I'm, I'm that way at work. I'm, I would say if somebody said, what's a negative thing about you in a leadership role? And I'd say I'm really, I, I really struggle to delegate yeah. certain things because I... By the time I get it explained and they keep coming back, especially certain employees, it's like, I just, I don't want to delegate the so-and-so. I'll just freaking do it because I'll have it done three times before I get done dealing with it. Well, I'm sure you, Michael, run into this all the time because you're in a delegatory, delegatory role, you know, being an attorney. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you, do you delegate well, or would you rather if, if somebody's struggling with something, if you're paralegal or somebody's struggling with something, would you rather just do it or do you let them do it? You know what? This is a constant, I don't want to say battle, that over overstates it, but I've read, I've taken classes and I have read a lot about leadership mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what is a good leader, what is not a good leader. Plus in my practice, I deal a lot with management people. Right. Since I do, part of what I do is employment. And so I am constantly trying to empower the people who work with me. Mm-hmm. And constantly trying to find good people. And when you find good people, empower them to do what they do. Yes. Without interfering and micromanaging it. I grew up, my mom was a secretary virtually my entire life. And so I always saw the workplace through the eyes of my mother. Mm -hmm. She would come home and she'd complain about this or that Mm -hmm. or she'd like this or that. So that when I first found myself as a brand spanking new lawyer in the office, I was like, I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. And I had people who reported to me. I'm like, oh my God. And I remember sitting down with my, the very first time I sat down with my secretary who was assigned to me, it's the same conversation I had with her that I have today, all these years later, when I have somebody new come to me. I tell them, you know what? The most important thing is that when I give you something, I want you get to get to the finish line. And when you get to the finish line, I want it done well, I want it done right, and I want it done on time. How you get to that finish line is less important to me. Mm-hmm. As long as you get it done well, you get it done right, and you get it done on time. Right. Now, occasionally I may help you along the way, and certainly always come to me with questions. Right. But I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to micromanage every step of the right. process because I'm going to empower you mm-hmm. to do it how it works best for you. Right. And, you know, I'm going to, since we're drinking bourbon, I'll, I'm going to say I'm going to brag on myself. I think over the course of my career, people like working with me. Yeah. Or keep people like working for me. Mm-hmm. 
And I've always found that I've had staff that are very loyal to me. To the point a couple times, like, weirdly fiercely loyal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I've had, had office managers, like, come, like, oh, man, you're, you're, you're great with them. Yeah. And there are times I have to, they know I'm unhappy. Yeah. There's been a screw-up. And you know what? They also know that if there's a screw-up that is within our circle, I will tell them, you screwed up. Mm-hmm. And here's what you did. Right. Outside the circle... I'm in charge. Right. I'm the captain of the ship. So if it's yeah. a court yeah. of right. exactly. council, something, come to me. Oh, that's so... It's, so it's Okay, leadership. so yeah. here's the thing. Because I've worked in the legal field. I worked in the legal field for 13 years before I did personal training. Both in the secretary role and in a paralegal role and in just an executive assistant role. So I respect that a lot because a lot of people that I worked with in the past did do that. But then I had a handful that didn't. And every time something went wrong with the court, went wrong with other attorneys went wrong with whatever, oh, my paralegal, da, 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 da. it always threw me or oh, the secretary under the bus. I'm not even lying. To the oh, point of just like, It's bad really? for morale. Well, it's bad yeah. for morale. And it's not just legal. I mean, it yeah. extended to all. Oh, sure. Yeah. Everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I, that's that's how I operate. Yeah. Come to me in private and say, Angie, you messed up. Here's what you did. I'm a little frustrated <clears throat> because you know better. You messed up and paying attention. But. Well, it always cracks me up in this. You know, I had some bad experience with with reviews when I was a young associate, but I'm an actually I don't know if you are in a position where I actually review associates mm-hmm. and staff every year. There's an annual review. Well, and the office managers I've had in my life are they always crack up and they say you actually do it the best because number one, I let the employee or associate read my review. Yeah. Before I sign it. I give them a review and said, is that fair? And every time, yes, it's fair. And the second thing is, That's big. it's yeah. fair because when you screw up or you do something wrong or you do something I don't like, you know it at the time. So that if it's big enough that it appears in a review and I say, is that fair? You, my, the people who work for me will never see something for the first time in a review. Shouldn't be surprised. Right. Everything that's in a review, I will have already said to them at the time, that was a great job. You did that really well. This was a problem. Yeah. That wasn't done the way I asked. Whatever ends up in the review, they've heard it before. Yeah. Right. So how can they say it's not that's, fair? That's, that's awesome. That is huge. That is awesome. So, that's huge. And it's... It's well. That's that's a leader that's more confident. Not just that, but to be able to take the heat when it when it is on your your staff. You know what I mean? It's on your staff. You take the heat. That's more confident than just throwing somebody under the bus. Right. You're really in control of your ship. You're the captain. You're the one that's got to keep morale up, and you want people to work want to work for you. So if you build, I mean, showing them. I, that, I've never heard of anybody sh- like ha- having them review it but that's just a, a level of transparency that would give me confidence you have to read it and respect it even if there's some negative things in there right right you have to respect it and it's not just because it's glowing there are times when i'm like all right there was this instance where you did not put this on my calendar mm-hmm. and so we were caught short and it was late and i got i got yelled at yeah because you failed to put this on my calendar mm-hmm. six months later fair 
Yep. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I told you at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think what that engenders is people who are loyal to you and want to do better. Right. Well, we all we've all heard about employees who are just bad. We've all run yeah. into it. You're, oh yeah. Your your story at a, about Adelphia. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm a little bit like you, Jeff. Not as much like you, Angie. Right. Because we all have bad days. Sure. But when you are in the service sector, yes. I mean, I can't go to a judge and say, "Low off me, I've had a bad day." Uh, yeah, I mean, no. if if I'm a bartender, I can't say, "Screw you." Right. I don't care if I, I made you I a Harvey Wallbanger when you ordered a wine. Right. I've had a bad day. When you're a waitress, I understand that. Yeah. But at some point, suck it up. Well, suck it's it up, a, or take responsibility, and take a personal take day, and just call off. I'd rather, as an employer, if I were owning a restaurant, I would rather be short-staffed and have somebody who's having a bad day and going to treat my patrons with disrespect and have them probably go out and bad talk, which I don't do that, but I'm just, I did on a podcast. I bad talked her. But anyway. And they made it right I, just to. I, they made it right. So just to, any, just to, any Adelphia the, the manager made it right. They, they were awesome. But my point is I'd rather them just call off if you're having a bad day and Absolutely. take a deep breath and get your stuff together and I'll see you tomorrow. Some people have a lot of bad days. Or, well, then, then, then that person's not going to be working for me anymore. Or own it. Or own it. Yes. If she would have come to me and said, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm really having a bad day. This happened. This happened. I would have been like, no worries. Take your time. Go to bring. Like, it's not about me needing served. It's the her attitude towards me. And like you said, she didn't own it. Even when we called her out a couple of times. And even since I've been back, I think oh, she, she got busy. She, she's, she gives me dirty looks. She don't like me. Which I don't like her, so it's fine. We don't know her. I don't <laughs> okay. know her. I don't know her. I shouldn't say I don't like her because I don't know her. But I don't like her attitude. Right, right. But you're right. Own up to it when you make a mistake, you know? I, I got to. That's the equalizer, is owning up to something usually is yes. the equalizer. And I learned that from my father when I was young and I worked with him. And I'm the guy who comes out and, you know, I mean, I'm. I want to make excuses, especially when I was young. You used to do it all the time. I used to do it all the time. And I'd still at home, I have a hard time just taking it sometimes. But I learned watching him when I would get, answer a call or get somebody, somebody said, so pissed off. And I'd say, I'd make, well, he had this and this. And, and then he'd come in and I'd say, hey, so-and-so called. They're upset. And he'd call back and he'd say, man, Bill, I forgot about you. I totally for, I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't write it down. I told, It's my fault. What can I do? And the guy goes, it's no big deal. Fine, right? You want to hear people admit it. But when you make excuses, people go, you mother... You. Mm-hmm. I, this morning, I got a crappy text from my brother. Oh, boy. And he'll never listen to this podcast. We're not getting along. And I got a crappy, crappy text. And my first instinct was just to rise up just and go crazy. just... Yes. And I said, my mistake... When the website said, order by Friday and the food will be delivered Monday to my mother, I thought you had until close of business on Friday to order and it'd be delivered Monday. Makes sense. Right. So last Friday, I ordered my mom food and it wasn't delivered. And my brother texted the the service and said, what happened? He didn't order until after midnight Thursday. So he laid me out for this. Wait a minute. After midnight Thursday? Right. Order by Friday. Oh. So by so Friday was midnight Thursday. Oh, to for- me, I read it said, 
Order Friday. by Friday, meaning right. order by Friday. I would have taken it by I Friday. I would have totally too. taken it your way. Right. Because that's the word you and see. So is I could Friday. have risen up and said, Look, you MF. Yeah. This is what it said. Screw you. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And instead, I just said, My mistake. I read this. I thought it meant this way. Clearly, it means something different. Uh-huh. I won't do that again. Now you know, but still. Didn't hear another word. If I had risen up, gone that would have just been an ugly... Yeah. He didn't even respond. Ugly. I can say, that's all nope. right, man. That happens. Nope. But, but I knew that because I never got an, a return text, Yeah. that was the equivalent of you getting the, oh, man, it's no problem. Don't worry oh, about it. Right. Okay. You it's, know your brother. Because yeah. you've just diffused the situation diffused by taking it. ownership. Yeah. You owned it. You owned it. I, that bothers me about that company. It should say before Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit hole. I will. Uh, it should say before Friday, right? Because then you've been like, well, shoot, I got to order it by thir- Thursday. I'll send an email. Could you? I will. All right. The, the, the wording <laughs> could be confusing because I'm, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes I just see things and I start to run with it. Like, no. like you're headlines. kidding me. You don't read the whole really? article. If all I would see, I wouldn't even see the by Friday. I'd just really? see Friday and be like, I got till Friday. You are a Russian spammer's dream child. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> Yeah. Seriously. No, he really is. He just reads the headlines. Yeah, I run with it. I run with it. I'll, yeah. I'll fact check it when it gets deep enough and, uh-huh. and I feel threatened. Oh, my goodness. Dear Lord. You know, but. I, but anyway, back to the extrovert introvert thing. I'm oh, so yeah, intrigued. That. Sorry, we did go down a rabbit hole. Um, I liked it. I had something going there, but I, I, I lost it. No, I, it's fine. So what the Briggs-Meyer does, it does the I or E, which is introversion versus extroversion. And then the second one is sensing or in- intuition. How do you process information? Do you process by using your five sentence, senses? Or are you more of an intuitive, like an abstract level of thinking? The third letter, T or F, is thinking or feeling. Oh, shoot. Oh, I thought right. the F was for something. I'm How do you make decisions? Do you make decisions based on thinking, analytical thought, or do you based on... I'm failing this test. Make decisions based on feelings. There's no failure. And then the fourth one is JRP is judging and perceiving. How do you approach structure in your lives? Do you structure judge or do you perceive? What's the difference there? Judgers appreciate structure and order. Uh, they like things planned and they don't like last minute changes. The perceivers like spontaneity, flexibility. They like to leave things well, open. See, there, can change the mind. Is there mind. a middle? Yeah, but there. No, I'm. All right. Yeah, of course. Yes. There's a I middle. I love some spontaneity yeah, when it comes to going on a date or something. For certain things, but I mean, if we're doing tests, things like during, sex, spons- spontaneous but, sex, as long as it's out. between five and five fifteen <laughs> on Wednesday, that's because right. that's the only thing <laughs> open for the next three days. Right. <laughs> Listen. But here's, aren't that here's completely how spontaneous? Here's how I see this. Let's set this up. We have no real plans, but let's in in not now, it's not as bad now. But you have a problem with like you you, you have your day kind of you know where it's going to go. No, Even your chill time. Nothing yes. good is going to happen after you start a sentence. You have a problem with <laughs> fill in the blank. All right, welcome to the podcast. Issue. <laughs> I have an issue. issue. You have an issue. So, so all right, let's you say. You do not like. Okay, right. we'll go back. This was Even back, better. Though. I do not believe that you like. <laughs> right. 
Or I just keep. Or I shut. feel. <laughs> no, yeah. Or I feel that you don't like. In the event that you're wrong. But the, okay, let's say this. Let's let's say this. Let's say okay. I have not. Will I be able to back him into a corner? <laughs> Probably. Because this is stuff, and you always are okay. But any kind of change in plans, like okay, like when we live in Atlanta, say that, and I'd run out with my brothers. If I'd come home, we'd have dinner, and I'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to go down to watch the game at the Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever." And right. I'll, you know, tonight it it would throw you off, right? Because your mindset for the night—not that you're trying to control me or that you we had any big plans—but it's like, wait a minute, I. She has a, a she has an adjustment period to where she's fine with it, like she might get flustered and upset and kind of irritated, but it's like. If I just keep going and I go do it, no, I'm fine. She's fine. I, but I t- and me, she can like, I'm a little different. Like I'm more spontaneous. Like she can come home and be like, I think I'm gonna go, right. you know, meet so and so for a drink. I'm like, cool. Well, just like tonight. But I it's knew, not because I'm cooler. I, no, it's I know because I'm. But you can't do that to yourself. No, I know you that. You can't change at. You can't have somebody call you at five. To have a drink and you go do it, be- not because of me, but because of your. Oh no! If somebody called me at four four thirty, it's like, hey, I'm out. Do you want to come meet for a drink at five thirty? I'm like, oh, I can't do that. It's not in my book. Can we like, do that Thursday night? Can, can like, we do it tomorrow? Like I didn't. No, I mean in a completely I, spontaneous. Way. I know. I, I might yeah. be able to, but just like tonight, we knew Michael was coming over, and if you would have said Michael's not able to come tonight, so instead I'm going to go over to Buffalo Wild Wings and meet some of my friends for a drink. In my mind, I would have been like totally fine with it, but I'd be like, oh, wait, what? What do you mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, it, it does take me an adjustment period. I am very much so a planner. But what are you looking for when you say, wait, what? What do you mean? What? Because I thought I had everything under control. She's controlled. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? I got to tell you. Here's, here's what I feel you may need to consider. Counseling. Is that, that for gentle? What do I need to consider? Hey, I want to you're know. You're on your own, no? I want to know. <laughs> Just like, no, I was going to like it. Yes. All right. This, this, I, I will tell you exactly what this, this goes back to. This goes back to my divorce. Mm-hmm. When I learned a lesson. And that lesson was... I worry about the things over which I can have influence. Mm -hmm. And those things over which I cannot exercise control or even significant influence, I let that go. Yeah. I just, I, it's like people talk about you in the community. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's what it was. There were some nasty things being spread about me. And I had two choices at that point. I could use a West Virginia term, I could bow up mm-hmm. and like try to go on a, I don't know, a social media assault, yeah. letter writing which assault, eat confrontation up. assault yeah. when I saw people, mm-hmm. which would eat me alive, yeah. which would be unhealthy, which would lead me to be unhappy, sp- spend so much time, energy going down a road that would give me no return. Or I could say, you know what? The people who are important to me and who I care know the truth. Mm-hmm. As long as those people know the truth, right? I'm good. Yeah, I don't really have an issue with that. But you, but if he wants to go, no, 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 he can go. 
No, it just it puts it's a kink in my as bad plans. Now, but no, but it put no. It's not about you wanting to go. You definitely one hundred percent. If you went, I wouldn't is, be mad. I, it would just be like I'd be like, oh it, my gosh, I got to adjust all this stuff. I did, but I did it so many times. It's just uncomfortable for a minute because you you know I'm I don't want to I don't want anybody to be upset. So you know those times I would go, but I'd be like a little. It, it'd be uncomfortable till I got got down the road, and then it's like. She didn't bother me. She didn't but text. it's not even the But then I get home and she'd be happy as can be and fine. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like it's there's your, this... I'm coming across the way that I'm really not. I don't care that you go or what you do. Because yeah, you all are coming at me like, you've got an issue. You've got... No, like, hold on. What you, What did I say? You, you said, this is something you may want to try. I feel like this is maybe something you want to consider. I, I, I can't say it any gentler like that. No, but I'm just and saying think like, about how you just turned that into, you said I've got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just it's saying, but really what, what I'm saying. trying to say is that I'm, you, I'm, I'm being perceived, I feel like, if people don't know me, those who know me already know, but like I'm being perceived as somebody who tries to control Jeff and what he does, and that's not true. No, and that's no, what no, irritates no. me more than anything because that's something that I actually do not do. <clears throat> it's all about plans. Like I don't like plans to be changed. She it's not about it's like what a... it is or who. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't like plans to change. It's not about. This was also. You're a judger. This was also yeah. 10 or 15 years ago. Now no, it's it more... is still now. Yeah, I don't but it's like, like a change. five minute turnaround rather than like an hour or two i mean you know what i mean it's, let's it's just like, put it this way if we're if we had plans to go eat dinner at my parents house and we're all going okay let's take it out of jeff goes to do this or jeff goes to do this, i don't give a shit what he does it's not about the it's, person it's, it's about oh, if you my hear that? parents we haven't actually recorded she does we not give recorded. a shit what you do yes if we Someone. have plans i have got a go, list man i have got a list <laughs> if we have plans to go to my parents to eat dinner at 4 p.m and my mom calls and says 4 p.m what is this seinfeld I said to my moms, yeah, it's, yes. They, 4 p.m. They eat, for dinner? Yes, they're early eaters. That's like Seinfeld's territory. Okay, but they're Down older. They like to eat dinner around four. Oh, okay. my God. Anyway, and she calls and says one of two things. Either, can you be here at 3.30 or can you just be here at 5.30? That would annoy me. Okay, so there's a better example of what I'm trying to talk about. That's a Like, what example. do you mean? We're supposed to be there at four. So now you want us there at 3.30? Or what do you mean? Now you now you want us there at five thirty? What am I going to do from now on then? Because I had this planned out. <laughs> That's what I'm up. talking about. Not not you used a really bad example because now people are perceiving me like I get mad when you go do things because I don't. But you don't. So that's what I'm saying. That's a so better example. We can, we can edit all of that. Or no no I don't care I don't care <laughs> like I don't care because I know how I am. So trust me, I'm happy. I don't ever worry about what I want to do. All I'm saying is. It's pl- it's. I was trying to get to the point. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. Anymore. No, it's fine. Because you're not like that. I'm not saying that. Because I, I do what I want to do. But it's a lot smoother. It's a lot easier if it's a plan, right? Yes. Like 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 if if I was like I'm going to me and Michael we have a thing we do every Thursday night we go out and we right like basketball you know yeah I'm gone that night you know right. that in advance. And actually, that was leading to my next okay, you question. Go. Uh, part of my the, the abstract thinking that I often do. You, you're going to look at me like I'm a nerd, okay? And no, that's I'm fine. not. 
We're did way, you ever we're way past Did that. you ever like in high school read on Golden or on Walden Pond? We didn't yeah. read. You didn't read. <laughs> Henry David Thoreau, early American philosopher, outside of Boston, wrote a book. He went and he kind of lived alone for a long time in a house to kind of think before he wrote this book. And he lived in a house that was very near a pond called Walden Pond. And the name of his book ended up being on Walden Pond. Mm. And one of the things, one of the themes in this book was he wanted to be kind of free and spontaneous and by himself. And like Jeff thinks he can do, do anything you want. Mm -hmm. And after a while, what he noticed is that there was a path that he took to Walden Pond and from his back and forth, it had beaten down the grasses, the long grasses, and that was the path. Mm-hmm. And he that led him to think about, we as human beings, we like structure. Yes. As much as we like to think we're free, we can mm-hmm. do anything we want, no, we, like structure. we gravitate towards... Yes. Towards structure, that's towards habit, to routine. That's, now you're hitting that, it. That it's hit him because yes. of that path that he was on. Now you're. And, you know, Melissa and I have this fight all the time because, you know, if if I go to work and I happened to be either listening to an interesting story on NPR or listening to a story on the radio or I'm actually talking to my office as I'm going into work and don't call her, she gets mad. You always call me in the morning. I'm like, well, no, I don't always call you. She's well, yeah, you do. Yeah. Then she gets irritated and I'm like, this is why I don't like establishing patterns because the moment you take one step foot off the path, that's why I've, never, that's why I've never ever done laundry. Because you can't do it right? No, because as soon as I do it once, it'll be my chore forever. Oh, you'll be on that path. <laughs> yes. So, so laundry is your path to Walden Pond. I'm staying away from the laundry. I'm not it's getting on Chick-fil-A that Chick-fil-A, if anybody wants some. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, you, I don't know what you're just talking about, but you, that's, you. that's where the pro- that's you and how much we love you and how... That's what it is. It's, it's structure. That's what I need is structure. That's what it is. Within reason, though. Here's the thing, like, but it, it, within reason, yes, but like, I like to park in the same parking spot at the gym. She does, it's obsessive. I like to park, if it's not in the same spot, at least on the same side. When I do the click it list, I want to be in spot number four. And if somebody's in spot number four at Walmart on the click it list, I get a little bit agitated. Like, what, I mean, I need to be there. She has some OCD issues. Literally, social media is nothing. You can Give stalk- me an A. What's that spell? Angie. Type A. Yeah. She can literally, yeah. you could literally stalk her so easily. I drive the same route. Like, I don't like, I, I want to drive the same to the way. Minute. I know there's multiple ways you can get to South Charleston, but I want to go this way, and this is the way I want to go, and this is the way I go all the, all the time. And if See, I have I'm to the opposite. Like, I don't, it just it irritates me. So here's, change is hard for me. I'm, I'm adaptable and I'm very resilient. Mm-hmm. Here's why I don't do that. But because I've seen Jason Bourne movies, and routine will just allow a sniper to take me out. Oh, a sniper could take me out in a heartbeat. I am so routine. Right. That's why I don't do it because I've seen the Jason Bourne movies. Well, and I don't, don't want to get into Jason Bourne is, but I, the Bourne identity. I don't. I, Matt I've Dillon. heard of it. Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon. Damon. That's what I meant. 
Good demon. There is a Matt Dillon though too. There is. But I, I can't help it though, Michael. I hate. I hate. You know why? Routine. I hate pattern. See, I and Dude, I, I love it. Drive, and I and I find myself sometimes way. getting into that. Like, I'm taking the same path to Walden right. Pond all the all the time. Right. And the moment I I realize I'm doing that. I break it. I See, break the I, tendency. I, and maybe that's what Jeff was trying to get across too, because we have such a routine in the week between he and I. Like we do. Like every every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is basically the same. I mean, like Monday nights, this, this is so if I know in advance, if he if he goes to me on Monday and is like, Hey, uh, on Thursday Michael and I are gonna go here and here, we're gonna have this bourbon. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool, you know, fun. But if he if 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 it came up last minute, it's not that I'd be Maddie's one. It's not that I care. I'm just like, wait a minute. No, she's not crazy. This isn't, like, it broke my routine. It's a, it's, it broke my routine. And that's where the problem is. another problem was. is we like each other. Oh, that's a huge problem. Why did you say that's a problem? Did I say oh. that wrong? Oh, my God, did you say that wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. For that, it's like, okay, a lot of people are married and, and, and their, their spouse is like, oh, I'm going to go out and hang out with people. And they're like, oh, thank God I get to be alone. Like, yeah. I get to watch my show. I get to do my thing. But yeah. we actually like hanging out in the evenings. Right. Like, or, 9 o'clock, we love chilling out and being around each other or and the, talking. Yeah. Or the spouse gets mad. like, you can't go because you have to do this, this, and this for me. And this, and this, and this around the house. I'm not like that. I'm, like, bummed no, because I'm not. like, well, I want to hang with you. Yeah. You know? It's like, so that's kind of more of, I guess, an accurate. So, Neil Donald Walsh. Oh, Neil. Neil yeah. Donald. Recognize the name? Mm-mm. No. Of course not. You did. I'd say you're lying. Uh, what, did he just call he us ha- un- uneducated? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He but, said you're but poor he, people. But he has one of my favorite quotes. That Ooh, I love is, quotes. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes that I I often think about. I do. I love quotes. I love quotes. I do love quotes, Michael. <laughs> love quotes. Go ahead. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Yeah, that's yes, true. I I've use that. that. I, I've heard that. I've used that, and I've okay. used it in Think about workouts. the dichotomy, though, of what you're saying. I don't Ange. even know what the f dichotomy means. Think about the inconsistency Ooh, between what you're saying, which I is I know, but why can't... I crave patterns? I crave routine. Routine and patterns is not where life begins. But life Michael, begins when you stretch yourself. Okay, I understand that, and I'm all up for a good challenge. But I am who I am. And that doesn't mean I'm like that in every aspect of my life. No, hold on. I'm not, I'm not I'm like, like that. Amen. <laughs> hey, I'm not like that in every aspect of my life, though. In my fitness world and in my fitness journey, I'm not like that. I'm not routine. I'm always That's true. changing. Sometimes I'm always like doing something do different. Leg I'm always day doing on a different. No, day. listen, I'm being serious. I always switch it up and I practice what I preach. But when it comes to my life and my personal life, which I have different than my fitness life, I'm very much so routine. But in my fitness world and in my fitness journey and everything, I absolutely live by that quote. I will never be comfortable in my fitness journey, and I don't want to be. I always want inconsistency there. But you in my what? life, as I walk daily on this planet, I need consistency. You know what? All this makes me think about, it brings back all the stories and all the things that you've told me which I don't know if we need to go down this rabbit hole, of, of your childhood. We love rabbit holes. I think a lot of this in your, your situation with predictability and patterns and comfort. True. It's because of that. You did not have that. True. That's very true. You did not have that as a child. You no, I did that. not. You didn't know from day to day your parents true. are fighting. They're gone. All of a sudden you get ripped out of school on a Tuesday and you're moving from Florida to West Virginia. That's probably true. Without your pa- with one, That's probably true. one of your parents is not going with you. 
It's like all this uncertainty. You know what I mean? That's true. So when I finally have control of my life as an adult, I, that's probably why I have control issues too because, okay, I don't want any of that shit to happen in my family. So I need everything to be like, you know, and I don't run like, I'm not militant. When I say I'm a, like to be in control, I'm not militant. I'm not militant. Say, if you saw the intensity with which she is leaning forward and saying that to me and just steely eyes boring into the back of my head. I am not militant. I need to describe that over the audio podcast just to get the (laughs) point across to the audience. Wow. No, but Jeff. I'm not militant. Repeat after me. (laughs) Sir, yes, sir. (laughs) Or as Raider O'Reilly said in MASH, which I'm dating myself. Yes, sir, ma'am. Ma'am, sir. <laughs> no, but if you ask my kids if I'm a militant parent, they would definitely say no, 100%. They would not. They would say no. But I think that you, you do. I think that's true now that you said that. That's probably his wife. Right it it makes complete sense that you're, yeah. You, it, it, we're the sum of our experiences. I do, I, do, I do love that quote. And I do like a challenge. And I do think that there is. What the heck are you all eating? What is that? This is grilled chicken. Nuggets. It looks like blueberry cobbler from over here. <laughs> but it tastes like chicken. <laughs> or a cinnamon roll. Could be alligator. Oh, it tastes could like be, chicken. Actually. Um, could be orangutan. But I, so tastes Jeff like and chicken. I, Jeff and I were just talking about, well, he came up with the idea of doing some challenges starting Monday, like challenging yourself for X, Y, and Z, whatever, his, whatever. Which is Hall. We don't have to go. We don't, we don't have to go into detail with it. But I am up for a challenge in my, I don't need a fitness challenge. I got plenty of those. A challenge in my personal life. Somebody challenged me to do something that's out of my comfort zone for my personal life. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Can I add to the list? But can you can't be like you got to just do a little bit. Like I can't be something stupid like crazy. That's kind of why I went with the like the thing that I told you about that I want to do starting Monday. But that's a lot. Like I just am saying, give me one thing in my personal life. Do this next week. Commit to do this next week. I got several things. I, I have several things too. Can I add to the sexual. list? Can I say no. the list? Don't make everything sexual. Okay. Oh, oh my God! None of mine were. Well, mine. Why well, should have yours? Of, wasn't Michael? All of mine <laughs> were. Saying, every one all, of them. Okay, mine were not. That's nice. That's sweet. Well, <laughs> since you know it is your wife, I thought that might be polite. <laughs> That's very. So polite. what? What? What is it? <laughs> You're not gonna like it. I, well, that's the point. You may not like as as much as whatever Jeff has cooked up. Oh gosh, tell me. I'll I want like you it. to take three stories on the front page of the New York Times and read them in their entirety. Why? Do you know what the New York Times well, is? Because it's outside your comfort what zone. Is it, what am I going to get out of that? Knowledge. Are you saying I'm stupid? In the New no. York Times. No. Oh my God. What? How do you take that statement and like Cause you, I, cause you immediately go to a place that is 437 miles away? I don't know. I'm good at it. Because if you apply your logic of what you just said, everyone who reads the New York Times are liberals. Is is just, are stupid. Just kidding. Everyone no, is stupid. Everyone that reads the New York Times is way too intelligent for me. Because people only well, no, read the newspaper that are true. intelligent. No, that's not true either. They just they read newspapers to gain knowledge. Okay, let's let's. You said liberals. I'm kidding. Wall Street Journal. Oh, I don't even know the difference between the something two. politically neutral. Wall Street Journal. Read three articles on the front page of the Wall Street Journal to completion. 
You have to just actually go back. once a week, just one time. Yeah. So I can read one article today, yeah. one tomorrow. And we'll discuss. One. You will never make it through an article. How long are they, Michael? I only have, I got it. Well, I got to put on my calendar. I have to calendar it in. This is a solid start to your she, okay, if, if she beginning are, life if at the she, end of your comfort I'll zone. I'll do it, you. but you just got to tell me how long they Listen, are. I, I, is it more than 500 words? <laughs> I, do they have multiple syllabic words? Are they? I need are 500 there, words or less, and they all have to be two syllables. Are they? Pic, are there pictures? <laughs> and how many picture? How many words do, does a picture? How many does that count? And can I call you if I don't know what a word means? <laughs> yes, that you may. <laughs> or know how to pronounce one. Oh my god! I'll put it in. I'll put it in Nate's uh, thing that reads to him. No, I mean I'll do it. I'm I'm joking around. I'm just I'm just making light of it. But if that's a challenge that you're putting out there, I'm willing to take it. I am. I'm willing to take it. I'll do it. Look, Start am Monday. I your mind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look, I promise I wasn't going to. I'm not going to get political. Mine are going to seem awesome. Now. But I am critical of people who live in their own silos. Live in their who? Own silos. Oh. Or, or their own echo chambers. Oh yeah, definitely. And so. You know, whatever my political leanings, I always make it a point to ensure that I read things outside of my what I personally feel. Oh no, I, I agree with that. Oh uh, yeah, outside my silo, outside my echo chamber. When it comes to politics, to stretch my I hate mind. All the, the silos. Let's not go politics. Because even if I disagree with it. I may understand it better. Right. I, mean, I, I 100% agree I with you on that. that. 100%. So that's, I mean, that's, to me, that's something I do on a regular basis to go outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. is to read outside of. Get outside your tribe a little bit. Right. And and I just don't read the same things and the same sources. Right. I yeah. go outside of that. Yeah. That's smart. All right. So starting Monday, between Monday and Friday, I'm going to read three. I'll send them to you. Here's. Please, that would be much easier. So, because then I don't have to take the time to subscribe. No, I'll, I'll, no, no. I'll read them, Michael. I will. I promise you, I'll I'll read them. I'll, I'll give them to you. Okay, I'm gonna have to wake up 30 minutes earlier. I gotta calendar that in, but I'll read them. She will if she puts them on the calendar because I put sexual acts on her calendar and they actually happened. He, he is. He's like send Jake (laughs) a nude at 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. and I'm like, crap, it's 10 a.m. I have to. (laughs) It works. I'm gonna spontaneously throw on. The blue teddy that you bought for me last year. Right. But I'm not going to tell you because it's going to be spontaneous <laughs> when you Gosh, arrive home at 5.15. <laughs> no, but honestly, I think how people And we're going to be done by 5.30, so like, don't dilly-dally. Yeah, because you know I don't like change. Um, don't dilly-dally. Is that a trick that I don't know about? Dilly-dally? You, you don't dilly know how to dilly-dally? I'll give you all the time you need up to 12 minutes. <laughs> Shit. I think everybody is... Except it's weak. It's 10 minutes more than you need. Gotcha. I think everybody is how they are for a reason, like you said, like because of their past or because of their experiences in life. Um, and I think it's okay. But I think challenge... If you, if, you have to challenge here yourself. Here it is. If you're unhappy with the way that you are, if you're happy with the way that you are, I don't think there is... As long as it's healthy, you're not doing something crazy. I think that for me, for instance, if I'm happy the way that I am, it's not hurting anybody else. It's not affecting anybody else. It's how I live my life. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But just like I said, I think it would be fun to challenge. Now, I like. I thought you were going to ask me to drive a different way to like the gym or something, and then I was going to be like, "What do you mean?" Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we were in a big city, you know what? You know what I would ask you to do? What? 
drive through Caribou Coffee instead of We love Starbucks. Caribou Coffee. Like or it. Pete's Coffee down south or yes. something like that. Yeah. Go to a different place than Starbucks. See, that's, here in, that would drive her crazy. It would drive her crazy. Right. That's what I would ask when her I'm to do. When I'm going to Starbucks and I'm driving, if, if, I, if her spot is open and I don't pull into it, which I don't, she lets me have it. I'm like, why are you parking on the side of the road? Like, if he parks See, there, gonna, it's fine. I'm going to find out where she parked at the gym in the days that she actually that working. That won't be hard to do. Or at GNC in the day she's working. And I'm going to go park there. I, how did you know I already have a spot at GNC? I've only worked there for I two weeks. I know exactly where the spot is at GNC. Because I've learned enough tonight to know that you have a spot. No, I mean... L- literally, she... If we so go, I'm going to go park in it, and I'm going to hide, and I'm going to, like, video the reaction. Oh, I'd be so mad. If we go into the drive... Like, <laughs> she, I order... I'm so, like, routine that if we go through the... Car. If we go through the drive through at Starbucks, and Jeff, in his voice, orders my the drink that I do, they'll be like, Hey, Angie! You know, because they already know I'm in the car. That's how bad it is. Like, it's so routine. It is kind of bad. But it's good, too. There's good parts of it, too. Yeah, yeah sure. My, I had an experience that my sister told me about that made her cry that reminded me of Cheers. Did you ever watch Cheers? Oh, the show? Yeah. yeah. Where everybody knows your name? Yep. Heck yeah. Norm. Yes. My sister had a Norm moment, and I had a Norm moment recently. Of course, we're talking about Cheers when Norm walks into everybody. Norm! Yeah. My sister told me, and this was a few years ago, with her job, she had to travel a lot. She lives outside of San Francisco, so flew out of San Francisco. And she took one flight on United to New York so much that the crew and the stewardesses knew her. That's awesome. No, it made her cry. Why? Because it meant that she was spending that much time away from home. Oh, well, okay. If you look at it that way. And for me, I had that moment... Because I've been spending so much time up in Wheeling that there's a particular hotel. There's a Hampton Inn. I think it's the only one I will go to up there. The, the owners and the, the employees are just beyond fantastic. But I, I had a sinking feeling because I walked in a few months ago and they're like, Mr. Schultz, how are you? Welcome back. I'm like... Oh God, I've been here too much. See, to, see, for, that's so funny. Which, that, is, comfort which is her. that comforts me. With, no, to me, that immediately symbolizes I'm spending a lot of time. No, up here. but for me, it symbolizes I'm building relationships. Uh, I'm that way. But how's that, that bad? That how's that bad? I Man, I'm spending a lot of time away from home. Away from home. Okay, I can see where you're saying mm-hmm. that because it's away from home. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like. Yes, I can see where you're th- saying that. You're away from your family so much that I get that. But at the same time, it would be comforting for me because if I'm going to be away from home, I want to be with people who are used to me and who are kind of getting to know me and recognize me and can use my name. There's nothing more comforting than when somebody says my name, whether it's at Starbucks, whether hey, it's Angela. at the gym. No, or whether it's anywhere. Angela. You, you know Angela. me Angela. and you're using my name. That means I have a relationship with you and I absolutely love that. Like, that's what I strive for. I want to be a regular somewhere. I can see it's different because it's spun because you're, you're away being from away home, from your home. But, but it's not home. that you can't control it. You know what I mean? It's like you have to be away from home for this Right. Of time so that part work. Would... And guess what? You don't have young children. Yeah, right? that's true. But no, but which I'm is, just saying, if you have to nice. be away from home, do you Because really? that would Correct. really bother you, I think, a little bit more maybe if it was. Like yeah. me, when my kids were younger and there was that, that routine. Now they... They're hardly ever home. But I'm just saying, if you have to be away from home, do you really want to go inside a spot where nobody knows you? They're just like, I'm sorry, what's your name? 
versus I'm uh, away from home of, this yeah, sucks, kind of but now it. I'm walking yeah, in. The, the answer to that is yes. Oh, okay. See, we're different though. We're we're night and day different because I don't want that. It's, like my, that's, that's why my ch- children hate Charleston and will never move back here is because they everybody crave knows everybody. They crave anonymity. I get that. Which I'm I'm not, which I've thought about a lot, and mm-hmm. I and I get that. I get it, but it I, I I everybody's different. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying, like everybody has their preferences. I do like that to an extent. I liked when we lived in Atlanta, and I could I go into that. Walmart without makeup on because I know, in fact, I'm not going to see anybody I know, and that's awesome. But if I had my choice, I want to know people. I want people to know. I want people to greet me by my name and not be like, who are you? Amnala. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, I remember that going to, it's weird how wherever you are, you kind of eventually crave the thing that you had. Meaning. Grass is always greener. Yes. When we moved to Atlanta, there was something euphoric about not knowing anybody and nobody knowing you for a minute for a minute probably the first year i was there like Maybe. you go out you go to the store you go you never see anybody unless i wore a west virginia hat if i wore a west virginia shirt or hat i there was never one time i did not go out that i didn't meet another west virginia and i don't know how but every time i wore a west virginia anything someone would be like go mountaineers or it's crazy but then because you, you you know, you go to Kroger and you're like, I just got to get in here. I got to get this and I got to get home. Or I leave and I'm like, I got to run down here to Kroger and I'm going to grab this and I'll be back in 10 minutes. And an hour later, she's like, uh, are you okay? Are you lost? I'm like, no, I ran into so-and-so. Oh, and then I went over here and I ran into Michael. And then I ran into, and I ended up having three 15-minute conversations at Kroger. And I forget to get three of the four things that I went to get. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the interesting, like... Which is, I loved it when I moved back. I loved that. This is a tiny rabbit hole off of that. But but given the number of places I've lived in my life, one of the things that always fascinated me was that people who were born, raised, grew up into adulthood in a locale mm-hmm. rarely do the touristy things. Mm-hmm. What people who come to your location and do. You guys had never been to Mountain Stage mm-hmm. until I we didn't totally right. took you. You didn't, right. you didn't really know about That's it. Amazing. Yeah. How long have you, had you been here? <clears throat> yeah, that you weren't born and ra- Well, right. yeah, you had been born and raised here. You would be stunned at the number of natives who were born and raised here have never been to Mountain Stage mm-hmm. or know. Have about you it. been? Have you been to Kanawha State Forest? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know you yeah. guys are, have taken up hiking. Now you're, yeah. you're right. out there all the time. You know, when I was in Richmond, I, I lived in Richmond, and I explored Richmond while I was working there. I worked there one summer when I was in law school. And I would go doing things all the time, and I'd talk to people who lived there. Well, did you go do this, that, this, that, mm-hmm. that museum? I'm like, wow, no. We've never been there. No, we've never been there. I'm like, it's because you get into a routine. Right. Patterns. Yep. Patterns and routines, and this is your hometown, and since this is your hometown, you're not going to do the... Touristy but type that's thing. what yeah, you're that's talking true. about. Get out of your comfort zone, right? right. Your comfort exactly. can find you. Your comfort it keeps you from growing. It keeps you from experiencing great things. Here's here's one for for those your listeners who live in Charleston. When's the last time you've been to the West Virginia Museum at the at the Cultural Center? Right. Hmm. 
I would never have gone but for the fact that my daughter worked there one summer. And, and so I went down. She actually took me through. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I could live two days in there. But that's for something from people outside of Charleston to go to do. Yes. That's not something for you and I to do because... We live here. We live here and we're going to Kroger and we're going right. to work. But and you know we're what the weird to, thing is? kids to right. do this. You do that everywhere. We moved to Atlanta. I lived there first two years. I went to Falcons games. I went to Hawks games. I went to Braves games. After I'd been there two years, we lived there eight years. All of a sudden, I never went to any games or any... I went didn't experience any of that stuff anymore. We did... The first two years, we went to see everything. We went to Coke mm-hmm. Museum. We went to... Yeah, the, you went to the underground cool, because we never lived. Yeah, we went to experience it, but then after that, it's like we moved back, and I'm like, we never did this, we never did that, we never, because we got in a routine for six years. You forgot to years. live, you forgot to go right. to the edge of your comfort zone, and you have to. I think a lot and of that's times, that's where my challenge is going to lead us next week yeah. for you with what I was thinking about earlier. You, you have to consciously go to, go to that comfort zone. What? He had a challenge oh, for oh, you. Oh, I gotcha. He had the challenge for you to read I, I three gotcha. articles. I can take you to the edge of your comfort zone another gotcha. way. Oh my gosh! But anyway, he, he has to always take it there. I don't have a. Tr- I don't have problems going to try new things though. Like if you called us up this weekend, it's like let's go to the. What I wouldn't be like. Ooh, no, I'm not going there. That's not in my routine. I mean, it's not that extreme. I'd be like, oh yeah, that sounds fun. Like I want to do stuff like that. It's just it's don't just, call her up saturday morning and say hey do you guys want to plan do this spontaneity later this afternoon plan spontaneity oh, I, mean, I would do it I, right. you're acting like i would never be spontaneous no no you are spontaneous like i would as long as i didn't have anything planned <laughs> <laughs> when do you not have things planned i i mean there's some days no i mean y'all you're you're painting me out to I'm, be some sort of crazy do you know when she doesn't not. have something no, planned I'm not do you know when she doesn't have something planned I don't know, but she can consult her calendar and and look. Yes. I normally don't have anything planned other than sitting around, chilling, drinking my wine from 8.30 at night until about 11. I really honestly love that structure, though. Well, I'm so glad you do. It it helps me. Because y'all are making me start to feel like that I should be somebody that I'm not, and I'm not that person. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. I'm not Jeff, and I'm not you, and I'm not, I'm Angie, and you're Michael, and you're Jeff. And nobody's advocating. And what? Hmm? What? I said, I wouldn't mind being Angie. There's a lot of traits like. This is a whole nother conversation. This is weird. Like, no, I'm just yeah, saying that, there's a this lot is of a those. Whole nother <laughs> podcast. There's a lot of those traits that I envy. Well, everybody has traits in other people they envy. envy. Oh, that's what you meant. So <laughs> I was about to say, I mean, not there's that there's anything that you wrong with so that. You there's traits that, that Michael have that I envy. I would, if I thought that any of that was really negative, honestly, I wouldn't have talked yeah. about it. No, I know. Because I don't think there's anything negative in it. I think we all have, just like me, I'm too lax in a lot of areas. Right. Right? Or I need more structure. Right. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing next week and I want to get Yeah. Challenge myself to this is something I have to mark off every day to challenge myself. Ooh, do you want me to help you make a list? <laughs> <laughs> I love a list. She'll she'll be in her negligee Ooh. with a notebook and a pencil yes. later. Make, I love a good let's list. Let's make that list. Ooh. Whatever does it for you. Do you, you want baby. to get a spiral notebook and some uh <laughs> Some mechanical pencils. I love a good spiral notebook and mechanical pencils. I'm just happy to be here. Michael, do you prefer to write out on paper or do you prefer to do things on your iPad? I'm just curious. Actually, that's really funny that you asked that. Um, Because 
I rarely write now. Really? And I recently had a birthday, and my sister and brother-in-law bought me some some really nice earphones, ear, uh, iPad yeah. earphones. And just this week, they knew I was gone all last week. But just on Wednesday, I'm like, I need to acknowledge this. Mm-hmm. And so I actually have a drawer at work that has nice note cards, mm-hmm. like thank you cards. Yes. Old school, baby. Wait, yeah, very old school. I like my name embossed on yeah. it. They were from Crane. They were like really nice. I'm like, it's unfortunate I still have so many of them. So I, I whipped one out and I was writing a thank you note and I thought, this, this seems like laborious. Yeah. It's hard this, to write. This isn't just it? seems like it's taken a lot of energy, much less time, and it, it hit me. I rarely write anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I had that same revelation recently. And so, whether it's iPad or a computer, mm-hmm. I'll go into a, a meeting if I'm going to take notes. More often than not, I'm typing notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it just, it sucks. I get what and you're so saying. Then, yeah. But this is the funny thing. I then texted them and I said, I don't want you to think I'm ungrateful and not acknowledging it. I got the headphones. They're great. But I wrote a thank you note. And it may take a while to get to California. So, <laughs> I mean, I get so that. I, because I, I sent text thanking him, letting him know a thank you note was on the way. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. <laughs> but it, it's true. It's so hard. Like, I was writing. it. It's just. And, and technology is making it even harder to do those things anymore. You know what I mean? Like just it's the thing about technology. Technology is all about reducing effort by human beings. Right. It's reducing effort, but it's making us dumber. And I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But it's Can we say rabbit hole one more time? Dumber. Wally. Do you remember did you ever see the movie? Do you remember when we were younger? Wally? Like the robot? Yeah. I knew all my friends' phone numbers. You remember all your friends' phone numbers? Yeah. I you remember that? I don't know. My family member. I don't, I don't know, know I, my kids' I, I, phone I had to numbers. do that the other day. I don't even know Brooke's phone number. We're dumb. So you guys didn't and see the movie And now the new I, pen where I write. Like the, the new what? The new. I have the Apple pencil for this. It's downstairs. No, what would you call it? I don't know what I call it. Maybe the pen. A pen? A pen? A pen? What? Are you making fun of the way I talk? <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> Not a pen. A pen. P-I-N. P-E-N. Pen. You write with a pen. Okay. You pop a balloon Listen, with a pen. Listen, tourist. That's not how we talk tourist. around these parts. All right? I mean, tourist. And by the way, I tourist. wanted to congratulate you. I will have to give a compliment that I don't like to give. This hurts. But I was thoroughly impressed with the finish by the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a rabbit hole. I'm going to go get a refill. Unbelievable resilience. The defense Impressive. was unreal. Anyway, <laughs> the Apple pencil that I write with, mm-hmm. okay? So now, not only does it just write like you can write, there's a there's an option now for me to scribble on my screen and it texts it, okay? So now, if I'm texting, if I want to text you, I can pull up your text on this iPad and I can select the text pen option now i can just start writing and it'll translate it into a text so you don't have to look at my writing anymore but it'll it'll basically change it to the it's crazy and you can do it with any app anything now it's just everything's getting easier and easier and easier which resistance is good for us 
You know what I mean? There's well, resistance <clears throat> and struggle is good for us, and we're and, and I think evolution makes us obviously it, it evolution is bringing us to a point where we want to make everything easier for ourselves. You know, I have this I have this conversation slash argument <coughs> with my sister all the time. My sister lives outside of San Francisco, <clears throat> and her particular job, she's an executive recruiter, <coughs> and she deals a lot in the tech industry. Of course, it's by Silicon Valley, right? And I'm in West Virginia, flyover state. As I, as I put it with her, this is flyover country. Well, let her know that you know this guy who's really into tech. Well, but the argument that I have with her is, to her, all technology is unthinkingly positive. Uh, all technology is unthinkingly in advance. And I tell her, no. Because... If technology actually makes human beings dumber, I don't necessarily think of that as an advance. If technology makes every makes some action easier, it's not necessarily an advance. And <coughs> you know, I keep going back to Wally, but we could be so dumbed down, and we could have machines eventually do everything for us mm-hmm. that there's nothing left for us to do. Right, which this is this is future podcast material. Mm-hmm. That's the whole theory behind universal wages, mm-hmm. a universal income, and that's right. also <clears throat> what do you think that forgets about, that? about the cost of maintaining the technology that we have now. We live in a society. Think about it. Your kids, and they all all want the newest. They 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 want the newest stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because the newest stuff is, is faster, bigger, better, fat. It's better. So. Sun wants the, the newest game console. Mm-hmm. Both Sony and, Sony and Microsoft coming out with new Xbox, new PS, PS uh, player. It's going to be epic, right? Because it can do so much more. Blah, blah, blah. We all want the biggest, baddest, freshest, fastest. Within a year. But the phones, within a year it does that. It's not like we're waiting multiple years to get something better. Right. And I don't want to necessarily advertised for another podcast but I listened to a Freakonomics episode that talked about the cost of maintaining what we have everyone thinks about the the cutting edge technology but the cost of maintaining the technology that we now have consumes like 90% of the costs that we put into technology we all want the next biggest thing but yet we need to hang on to and maintain what we have, too. Right. I mean, we all have phones. I look around the table. We all have phones, right? Mm-hmm. Is yours the newest phone? No. No. No, it's not. The sad thing is, is I bought this. But it, it, there's a cost to maintaining the technology. This, oh, yeah. Have. This is the 11 Pro Max. I bought it <clears throat> four months ago, and now the 12 is out. Exactly. It's like, and it's this like, is old news. It's like cars back in the 40s and 50s. Every mm-hmm. year they came out with a tweak. Why? To get you to abandon what you just bought right. and spend the money to get the new so one. So you can say I got the new one. And look at mine. You would look at my me. phone and you're like, that's from 10 years ago, right? Look how small it yeah, is. Yeah, you need to update that. Well, that's yeah. an SE. That's an actually S- a brand. SE, that was SE is, came out like five months ago. This is like cutting edge technology 
But everyone looks at it and says, well, look at it. The screen size is like a six, which I had before. Oh, that's true. They did have the... Right. Yeah. All the technology is I'm in here, you, but it's a small screen, if, so if people assume... If you watch The Social but, Dilemma, ah. if you watch that and it shows... The big thing it hit on, too, was that the preteens and teen, especially females, and what social media is doing to them. I mean... Oh, social the media. suicide for those age groups is up. Not 10%, not 20 not 50 not 70 hundreds of percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're trying to keep up. They're seeing all this stuff. Unattainable. More th- all, and then, you've, like you said... More than ever before, <clears throat> we can see what the Joneses down the block are doing mm-hmm. and the cost of trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Is, is ridiculous yeah. more than ever before because now with social media mm-hmm. which you know is not real life most of the time mm-hmm. but everyone wants to keep up with what they see right. on social media social media can be a negative thing and it can also be a positive thing because my business wouldn't be nearly what it is without it no, no. question so it, it depends on how you're using <clears throat> social media right you know but you know but it, is, it definitely can be a bad thing no, real, it's, real bad you, negative you, thing. you have to be critical of your sources. Yeah. Just like if you're doing a research paper, you have to be critical of your sources. Yeah. If you're doing research for your business, you have to be critical sure. of your sources. Right. When you consume content on say, social media, you have to be critical of your sources. Right. Yeah. I totally agree with that. The good thing for you and the other the way it the way it works for you and your business is you're broadcasting. You know what I mean? You're producing content. Right. So it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. Right. Right. And it's all positive. It's Most all the time. positive mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So you're not only producing, you're producing positive content. So it's, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm talking more about the other stuff. No, I agree. Where the, you know, you got social media ads and stuff preying yeah. on. Oh, yeah, for sure. People. Yeah. Which, for it, sure. like you've seen, it's like, oh, yeah. you, you, like, you look at one ad and then it floods you. Oh, I'll right? tell you this story. It is true because I was such a skeptic of that for a while because I'm, I'm a skeptic old person. Um, but Jeff would always tell me how, like, whatever you look up, they're going to do it. I'm like, whatever. It's never happened to me. Well, it finally happened to me. Like, it never had happened to me before. None of this stuff you say that you talk about it or you look it up, then you're getting ads for it. That had never happened to me until recently. I started working at GNC. And... <laughs> I started researching some of the weird things that they had or whatever, and I was like, what the heck does milk thistle do? And so I Googled milk thistle to see what it does, right? Um, it's going to be your heart, by the way. Uh, it is hilarious because then I'm scrolling through uh, Snapchat, going through people's stories, and then boom, an ad for GNC comes up with milk thistle. Never has it ever a GNC ad popped up on my Snapchat. And milk thistle... Are you well, serious? That's like an unmistakable ad. That's what I'm you saying. Can't, you can't, you can't go, well, blame it on anything. A... You can't. You can't be like, well, yeah. I mean, it's Christmas time. Of course, they're giving ads for like monitors for your computer. Or of course, there's candle ads. Or of course, they're oh no, you know, that's... milk thistle. Seriously, it's crazy. I they record I, every move you make. I recently made a purchase on MeUndies. We've talked about it. Jeff oh, yeah. still has not gotten me any of those. I want to get some me undies. Oh, We're you want to get some? So it'll no, no, magically no. happen. But hey, I hey, wanted hey, some hey. ever since we had that one podcast. Sorry, Robert. We're going to do me, undi- me undies. They match. You okay. Match Sorry, Michael. I took your. Anyway. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Go ahead with your story. Why am I 
parents fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so on my iPad, I made a purchase on MeUndies. Mm -hmm. And then I went over to my phone, mm -hmm. different device. And I went on my Instagram feed. And the first ad I saw was MeUndies. It's crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? What what does my iPad and my phone have the, in common? Is it the iCloud? The only thing they had in common is that it's it's Apple. It, I, both can Apple it be devices. an iCloud thing? Like where he searched it and he's on yeah, the iCloud? It knows oh, it's no, no. you. It knows it's you. But yeah, Apple it, it is tracking my data. Right. Apple is taking the well, data not of only what Apple, I'm, but did but you search I, it on but Google? Apple, no, no, no. Any of those sites. Apple Apple is tracking my data. And they're selling it. And they're on a continuous basis. I mean, instantaneous well, basis. That, but, because that info went to MeUndies. MeUndies, it also went to, well, of course, Facebook has now bought Instagram. So it immediately flooded to Instagram. Right, because so they So then on a different device, when I opened that app, ads. when I opened that app, that purchase, just a short time before, that data had already flowed to the... Yeah. Instagram app on my phone so that I'm looking at it. I'm like, but, oh my goodness. But what I'm saying is if we, okay, so if I was on my Google Chromebook and I looked up Milk Thistle and then I got on my phone, it probably wouldn't be because it's not the same price. Absolutely it would. No, 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 listen, listen. If it you're would. logged into your, yes, because guess what Google does? To get into Okay, your, you, Google's the wrong thing. Okay, scratch Google. Scratch Google. Scratch Google. If you're it, logged it, into anything, it, it, it's going to track you. They yeah, it's track not the you. it's not the device. It's the data. So any device, whether it's an Android, whether it's an iPhone, regardless of device, it's data. Yeah. And so that's that was my question because I don't know about this stuff. Because back now they, in the, they back make in the you day, log into everything now, so your Google is going to store and cookies and accept cookies. So they're going to they're going to you're mm -hmm. they're going to store anything on Google. And they're gonna, they're gonna get you with. It. I mean, they're gonna sell it. They're gonna move it. And Miandis is paying them for the ads, and they're paying for the information. Oh, and, there's a tremendous amount of money to what, be made in data. That's what they said in that documentary. They said there's only two industries where they call their customers users, and that's the drug industry and the tech industry. Wow. All right. Yeah. We're because users. we're users. We get you addicted to something. That you cannot get away from. You Which again, going back to the argument with my sister, all these devices. I mean, look at what we're sitting at this podcast table with. You have your computer open. All three of us have phones. I have an iPad open. I have an Apple Watch. And you have an Apple Watch. Mine's in there, but I wish I had it on right now. <laughs> um, and I refuse to wear an Apple Watch for that very reason. Yeah. But we, whether you call it an addiction, a crutch... Our ability to Everybody's access information. Doing. I think that I call it a convenience. I don't think I'm. A, I don't think I'm addicted to it. Like if you took my phone, the only thing that would make me nervous was not being able to get in touch with my kids. I'm not addicted to the point of like, what do you mean I can't check my social media? I'm not addicted to it. You know what I mean? Like if you're told me now, I try to run my business from it. So if you took it from me, it would be a little difficult because I do run a business from it. But like I'm not gonna hyperventilate if you take my social media from me you know what i mean you can take my phone i just need to be able to get a hold of my kids see in this state in west virginia it's it's funny it's got a little better of the time but there's still wide swaths of west virginia 
that don't have cell service mm-hmm. or adequate right. cell service. And of course, we found out in this pandemic right. because kids were really struggling, right? Trying to do virtual school if you don't have cell service, well, that's or internet, reliable internet. But in my profession, occasionally I have to take people from out of town down to rural counties that don't necessarily have internet right. or cell service, right? And it's like a fish out of water. Yeah. And then when they come back into cell service, you can just see those gills open up. It's like they it's can crazy. breathe again and they can read their yeah. phone. They can read, answer messages. I've been there, though, because it like, is unnerving. It's unnerving. It's unnerving because we're, I, for me, because I'm used to being able to get to you to get to my kids that, like that. That's my point. But it's, it's like, like 20 it's like years a, ago, nobody ever thought about right. that. Now it's like right. I know that I've gone to see agents and people in areas where I'm like, in some of those areas in West Virginia, I went down towards... Um, Danville, Lincoln County, but back, way back in there, like oh McDowell County, yes. Mingo County, and all of a sudden parts of I have County. no. It just yes. says no service, and I literally was like, "Oh shit, you're like, off the grid." Like, like the born Jason like Bourne, I'm off you're the off the grid, grid. But what if Ange needs? What if my kid? What if what if Brooke starts? Because all day you're getting stuff from your kids and your wife, and it's like, what if my boss needs me? What if, like, what's mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, can't fucking do anything about it. So I'm just going to roll. But still, it's weird how we are controlled yeah. emotionally by that. But I think that you get to a point. Now, whether that's 30 minutes, an hour, eight hours, you get to a point where it's like the world's not ending. Mm-hmm. It's this almost is refreshing. Actually, it, yeah. is refreshing. It's, it is refreshing. It is refreshing. No, once you're and, out and, of it. It feels great. And I've been to Watoga State Park a few times. Actually, a couple times. And if you've never been, go. And there's no cell service at Watoga State Park mm-hmm. in Pocahontas County. And you, you, you go into the park. That's it. No cell service. No television in the cabins. See, I, don't, I wouldn't mind that. No I internet. I wouldn't mind that a bit. And the first time I did that, I'm like... <gasps> Yeah, you can yeah. Like, <clears throat> and then after a few hours, I was like, this is "Wow, nice. this is pretty cool." Yeah, and and so I've kind of made it a point of trying to periodically get off the grid like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell the people who I need to know. All right, I'm going, I'm going dark because mm-hmm. I'm going to Watoga. I'm going up to Cheat Mountain. I'm mm-hmm. doing something, and you go dark, and it it is like a cleanse. Mm-hmm. It's like going sure. and getting a. a, a a cleanse at a spa. Mm-hmm. When you just cleanse all that out and you realize, you know what? That's a choice. Mm-hmm. And you make you emerge and you, you make that choice again, of course. Right. But it's like every once in a while, you just have to cleanse yeah. social media from your life, mm-hmm. electronics from your life, email and texting mm-hmm. and all that and Facebook and Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter. Well, it's patterns. I, it's control. It's, it I has have, a... Yeah. I'd have to take a radio or something. Cause I don't like silence. Me too. I don't I'll, like silence. I'll take along a Bose speaker. Oh, you can still do that? Sure, because that is just... I have like, I mean, there's electricity. Right. And you but can, you can, you can you save can, your, your playlists and all that. Yeah, I have yeah. music on my iPad. Oh, Lots of music on okay. my iPad. I have an old-fashioned... Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know, what do they call it? I what? iPod. Oh, an iPod, yeah. iPod with like 22 days worth of music on it. And I can hook that up to speakers and I have music. I could do that all weekend. But I'm not connected to If I knew my kids were taking care of it, like my mom had the kids. Yeah. Like an adult. Well, some of my kids are adults, but you know what I mean. Like my mom had it under control. 
That sounds amazing. It does. My camera still works because I want to capture pictures. Let's let's go to Watoga. We'll get a company. We'll listen. get adjacent or down to. I'll do it. Or down to. I mean, there are a bunch of West Virginia state parks where you can go and you can get off the grid. Mm-hmm. And they have great cabins. We'll get adjacent cabins, and it'll be great. It'll be oh, fun. I would love. I would it. love that. That'd be amazing. And it's like exercise. Mm-hmm. You know this. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna feed right into you. Mm-hmm. You have to plan it, mm-hmm. and you have to stick to the plan. I'm going to Watoga. I'm going to go off the grid. I'm gonna cleanse from technology right. and social media. Yeah. You have to plan it, and you just have to do it. I can do that. I can plan it. I got my book downstairs when we go. I can write it in my book because my calendar is written. I don't have a, I don't have a calendar. You cleanse from the calendar? Not from my book. I had to have my book with me. Okay. All right. It's like my security blanket. Right. Well, do you have an electronic calendar? Electronic? Electronic. Electronic calendar or do you have a it's funny. I, yeah. written calendar? Or yeah. both? No, I don't have both. I'm, my calendar is on Outlook. And I, excuse me, I have, my Outlook is my work calendar. So it's probably shareable and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on all my I devices. That. And, I get that. And if, if it's not, as I tell my staff all the time, if it's not on my calendar, mm-hmm. it's not happening. Yeah. So if, if there's a hearing or if there's so, an yeah. event, anything, if it's not on my calendar, I'm not showing up. See, that's the way that's, I am. That's the importance of the calendar. Yeah. That's the way I am. But I like being written. But I, if I had to have it shareable, Is it couldn't be written. I get it. Nasty. You have to have it shareable. That's one thing. But I am just me by myself with my own business. So I like to write it you down. Share it with yourself. Why do I need to share it with myself? <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. What did he mean? Self pleasure. What? Wait, what are we talking about? I'm talking about a calendar. Sure. He's talking about masturbation. How did he go from calendaring? I'm a Jedi. Have you, have you I ever, am a Jedi. Have you never met Jeff? Did you all have a side conversation over there with no. Chick Fil A? No, no, no. But I know him well enough to know that he can go from subject X to masturbation or sex. Yeah. You've heard of six degrees of separation. Yes. Yes. Everything from him is one degree of separation from sex. I know. And and you also know he can go from sitting up here talking to us to totally passed out in a fetal position over there on the floor if he keeps drinking those whiskeys the way he's drinking. These this is a light whiskey. Oh okay. This is like as light he's beer. curled up in a fetal position, and I'm asking Michael <laughs> to help us to get him to bed. This is only 87 proof. Yeah, it's it's easy stuff. It's, it's normal stuff. It's straight bourbon whiskey from Whiskey Acres Distilling Company from DeKalb, Illinois. Okay. Like where it. they grow their own uh, grains mm-hmm. on the farm. Okay. At this farm in, mm. in DeKalb, Illinois. Delicious. And uh, I brought it back from, okay. from Chicago. Chicago. Chi-Town's and, got it going on. Uh, it is it is a light. It's only 87 proof. See what I said? The On the nose, it's very grainy. Kind of a complex, but you can definitely smell the grain. Yes. And then on the palate, uh-huh. it's got, I would say, medium complexity. Not like a good Kentucky... Uh, bourbon, right, because right, the whiskey right. acres is only Asian, New American oak bar- no, barrels the for about two at the years. the top of your mouth? Is that the it's, roof of it's your the mouth? Tongue. It's the tongue. It's, it's the, the tongue. tongue. That's where I was going next. And then you Jeff, have the you... finish. <laughs> so this is only Asian Can New I American oak barrels. Can I put my ba- palate on you, baby? <laughs> this is only Asian and New American oak barrels for two two years. Right. So it doesn't have the complexity two of years? some. Two Why years? Why am I drinking this? Gosh, Seven uh... years or die. 
Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. I know you are. And I'm looking at you dirty like, (laughs) then put my whiskey down. Yeah, seriously. I'm completely joking. Ungrateful. I'm trying to be one of those those whiskey bourbon snobs. (laughs) All right. We're going to close this down. It was a good one. This was going to be one of those 30-minute podcasts. Shut up. Hey. My bad. I like that. No, it was good. I like the... um, <laughs> I like the rabbit hole podcast that we do with Michael. Yeah, That's what Michael's we're gonna start calling. Yeah, you have you call them rabbit hole. I mean, you call them random when it's just the two of you. Yeah, this yeah. is rabbit hole. We're we're gonna say do you want, we're gonna ask him for a rabbit, rabbit, rabbit hole, hole podcast. Rabbit hole, which, which I think way, it's great. One of my favorite bourbons is rabbit hole. No, uh-huh. rabbit hole is a good one. Is it super rabbit expensive? Hole? We should have no, it no, sometime. No, no, no. It's not that bad. We should have it. We should have it sometime. And I've do had it for you, right? Rabbit hole. Why don't we start doing? Right, next time I come to podcast, I'll bring a bottle. With rabbit hole bourbon. I'll bring a bottle of rabbit hole. It's it's distilled in Louisville. It's called rabbit hole. It's one of my favorite craft distilleries. I love rabbit hole. Well, we have I to do it on a Friday or a Saturday Louisville. night because Angie doesn't drink liquor during the week. She says that she nurses her wine. It's a wine. It's not liquor. Okay. No, that's a wait. Come on. you got to admit. If, if I drink, if I filled this wine glass up with wine and then I filled another wine glass up with that, that's going to mess me up. All right. We'll do that. Are you? No, we'll do it. We'll, next time we'll, we'll podcast on a Friday or Saturday, and I'll bring a, a bottle of rabbit hole. I like it. Rabbit it's going to be a series Michael with me. Shoals. It's always a rabbit hole. Let's do it on yeah. Let's do it on a cheat day so we can have pizza and rabbit hole and whiskey. Amen. There we go. All right, this was fun. 